0: Mike Cetera, how you doing, sir? Doing good. Excellent. Dude, so we yeah, I've only performed one time at the fucking comedy store, which is like Kill Tony. Okay. You know? How'd it go? Uh, bombed. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. But I mean, they
1: they throw you in there like they're the wolves. So like, unless you come out like, unless like you know them or like you come out really swinging. I think they they want it to go very bound. They want it to be a chaotic, that's the environment. And they can just pick you
0: apart. Yeah. I don't know. It was one of those things to where I got like mixed feelings from it. It was like Brendan Schaub and uh, Brian Callen who were the guests on it, and so like I, w- I fucking told them I was like, dude, I you guys called my name, I came up here, fucking did what I got to do, and fucking command this stage. And Brian Callen was just like, yeah. And fucking Brendan Shaw was saying he was, like, scared of me or some shit. I'm like, dude, you're the fucking cage fighter. Because I was all dressed in black.
1: Or you showed up, like, looking (laughs) like you were going to shoot up at school. I've seen you in, like, that outfit. Like, you're going to go fight vampires sometimes. (laughs) Like, you're going to ha-ha with, like, sunglasses (laughs) from, like, a 70s bender and, like, (laughs) trench coat. Yeah, I mean, you look like every good guy in an 80s movie, but every bad guy in the current state of America. (laughs) (laughs) I was just fucking uh, watching uh, uh, Back to School was on TV last night. The Rodney Dangerfield movie?
0: That's it has,
1: it has Robert Downey Jr. in it as like a sixteen-year-old kid, and he's like this outcast kid, but he's dressed like like a school shooter. Oh my! He has like a trench coat on, right? <laughs> he has like a trench coat on the whole movie. But that was like all the people and all those uh, Anthony Michael Hall characters always had that. So I don't know. So that was like kind of that fucking style, though, right?
0: I think it was a style back I in the eighties. Guess I don't know. Fuck trench coats and shit.
1: Uh, I've never owned a trench coat. I
0: don't think I want to.
1: I don't think I've ever owned a trench coat or uh, or a leather jacket, but I feel like a lot of comics have leather jackets. Sometimes you ever feel like uh, you ever go to like the potluck and like
0: you ever do that at all anymore?
1: Uh, I, mean, I used to live right next to the store, so I used to be there a lot. Uh, but I and I host I host my mic on Mondays, which is annoying because the potluck used to be Sundays and Mondays. Uh, but now uh, just Mondays, Dude. so I try to get over there. But like when I lived next door, it was so much easier. You just walk right next door to it. Yeah, That's I just walk. Over. I would still drive. They gave me a fucking parking space when I used to run shows there. So like, I even though I lived like half a mile away, I would fucking drive to the fucking shows. That's dope. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I'm not gonna not use the parking space.
0: I don't know. I see a lot of people that like get you know they get put on like the bringer shows with the fucking eight people and then it's just like
1: well oh, that's it oh yeah yeah well, I, I should fucking run one of those like a long time ago up in the belly room but uh, i was i was nicer i wasn't the guy who was like if you showed up without people i wouldn't be like you can't go on i'd be like go on at the end and i'd get yelled <laughs> at and i'd be like there's two more left in the management." and, the man, and meanwhile there's like six more left i was like nobody tell the management and so the whole time i'm just apologizing in a corner that's but meanwhile, some of those other guys today would have been like, fuck you guys, you're not going up, uh, we're out of time. I'd be like, ah, get up, get up, get up. Um, that's that's fucking
0: dope, though. That's like, that's caring right there, you know?
1: I mean, it's also just, I don't want to get into a confrontation. People get crazy in situations like that. You ever see, uh, <laughs> I think you, I've only you see bumped? that
0: one dude who fucking wrote that big uh, manifesto about all the fucking, uh. No, what is this? It's like, he, he wrote like a hundred comics that he fucking like either likes or like doesn't like and shit. Um, uh, fuck who is it uh, I don't want to say his name but he got banned from the comedy store for whipping his dick out now you <laughs> probably know who I'm talking about I, I, I can I I I think of like nine people oh really? Really? <laughs> let's
1: give me about. I mean okay um, well it's fine you just, I'll have to check it out yeah
0: so it's this fucking long fucking list just talking shit about fucking everybody um, and then it's also like talking about like people that he likes and shit um, like fucking Rachel was on there Wolfson, she was on there. And then there was a...
1: Uh... Fuck, man. Well, I don't think I know who you're talking about, so I'm going to have to ask you about this.
0: Um, you, you probably do know who I'm talking about. I'm sure
1: I do when you tell me. But... Uh-huh. He's a... Uh, uh, yeah. Playing like a guessing game. You <laughs> yes. can just tell me and you can edit this out. <laughs> or if you don't want to do that...
0: Can... Oh!
1: That makes a lot of sense. Now I know. Now I know. Mm-hmm.
0: I know that that happened. And it was I was just like reading that shit, and I was like, wow, man, it's fucking interesting just watching these people just... Burn themselves down.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that, but that guy is—he's a little, he's a little off, right? Mm-hmm. He's a character. Totally off.
0: And then I guess he was at like the next stage and just fucking completely pulled his pants. down. like, what the? Why? <laughs> why are you
1: doing that, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see your dick, bro. I, I once was at a mic where the host pulled his dick out. <laughs> what the fuck? It was uh it was hilarious. It was back it was at the Haha, ha, I won't say who. This is like I wanna say like six years ago. And it was back when they had TVs where the feed went to the lobby. So that way you could always see who was on stage in the lobby. Oh which was which like, is which is actually kind of useful because if you really want to see a friend go up, you would be able to be like, all right, they're not on. I can stay on the lobby and not watch. But the host was just—it was like must have been one of those nights where there's like ten people there, and he's just like doing his thing. And he's like, it's not funny. What about this? This? He just literally puts his dick in his hand. He's like, come on, it's a dick. <laughs> and, and, and like I, I, I was in the lobby, and this was on the TV, and I'm like, oh. Uh, Does anybody? And the, the, the owner, nobody was looking at it. And I'm like, I'm not going to get him in trouble. And then the whole thing continued. Like nobody complained. It was weird.
0: Like sexual. It was Louis CK. No, (laughs)
1: my God. No, but this is weird. I think it must have been like one of those nights where it was like a sausage fest in there. So it must have been like ten dudes and like one woman who wasn't paying attention. And like nobody acted phased. It wasn't like anybody in there was like
0: ooh. Isn't it crazy that the fucking the girl that told New York Times about Louis CK is fucking? She's at like the HaHaNa.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah she's
0: nice don't get me wrong she's well, here, nice. here's
1: the thing some she's super nice and like I've, i have i would i didn't need to know that information like why was it you somebody pulled me aside to like just so you know she's the one who got it the probably, Like, it's it, not like i was gonna pull my dick out while hosting a show it was i'll even uh, do that like it was fucking, after a date i think something. it was cj so oh yeah cj i didn't know CJ. i didn't
0: know about it either until like uh so he was hosting the the mic outside and uh, you ever see that dude, Nick Country? He's kinda like looks like Barney Rubble from The Simpsons, right? <laughs> the Flintstones? He, he, or, oh Barney Rubble. Or Barney, no, no, no. Barney
1: Barney from The Simpsons or Barney from Simpsons. Flintstones. Simpsons, Barney. Yeah. Barney's the last name. I Barney Gumble. 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 Rubble. Yeah, Barney Gumble. Yeah, that's why. You so guys. he looks like this dude, right? And he's
0: on stage. She's sitting in the fucking audience and he's got like the joke about, you know, ladies, I don't see what the big deal is about Louis C.K. jacking off on the phone, you know, when he's talking to talk to a girl, right? Because, ladies, we're always jacking up on the phone. <laughs> and she's just sitting right there. There's three fucking people in the audience. Did she say anything? No. Ah, and then CJ jumped she, up. He's like, well, you want me to break the uh, break the ice here for you? So that's the girl that actually, dude. It was CJ perfect. was hosting and he said yeah, that? It was perfect, That's dude. fucking funny. It was fucking perfect, dude. And then I've always seen, uh, it's interesting, you get like Andrew Dice Clay's son that comes in there. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy for sure. For sure. I don't know, man.
1: How long you been doing stand up for? Um, let's see. It's gotta be like at this point, like double digits. It's probably like 10, 10, really? 10, eleven. I've been doing it since I was like a kid, so like I've been doing it for like a minute. But like, you know, there's times like where there's years where I'll do like five hundred shows and like three hundred mics, then there's years where I'll do like 80, eighty, hundred shows, just really focus. And then there's like right now I'm I'm getting up like couple times a week but I'm more like focused on like writing and just like you know like and sometimes I would get up like 10 times in a week and it wouldn't really benefit it you ever do that or do you're and you feel you get like so you're just a horse around so the room? like you're just yeah so like it's, it's almost like more gives more energy to some of the newer jokes to really work on them only a couple times but really make sure they're fleshed out it's also an excuse for me being lazy a little bit <laughs> But I don't know. I think like you got to go to
0: fucking. You can't just go to the haha every like and be in front of well, the same that, people. First all the time. of all, first of
1: all, it's the same. It's the same exact people there exactly. every day. Exactly. So like, it gets monotonous to watch those other people. And you also, if you do the same jokes and front of those people, you're not really like working like a new muscle. Um, I'll go there a couple times a week because it's close by and it's where I run a show. So sometimes I'll meet people there and put them on a show. It's easy. Right. Uh, I know the hosts. I can get up usually whenever I want, and they can usually comp most of my drinks. So I mean, that's why I go. There that is a, lot. a beautiful thing. Uh, I also love getting out there and exploring i like going with other people on like a run like i'd love to go i like going on a run in like a car with like two or three people not too many if you go and out with like too many people mics. you get stuck yeah if you go out with like one friend or two friends that way you can all usually get up in the same frame That's if you go out with like four friends then you're waiting around and they're like we can't leave bill behind but i'm like he's fucking last <laughs>
0: Fuck Bill. Yeah, yeah but, <laughs> like,
1: there's so many uh, raffles these days. like uh, The lotteries and shit? Uh, lotteries are cool if you kind of, like, have a grip on it. But, like, if you're going out with a lot of people, that's if – you, if you go out with people, you usually got to go to, like, ones that go in order so you can at least show up together, leave together.
0: Like uh, – like, sign up at, like, the fourth wall or some shit like yeah,
1: that? Yeah, if you want to go really crazy, like, I think you could go to, like, Flappers at, like, 4 o'clock, sign up, run to the Haha, ha, sign up, do another mic in the meanwhile, go back to Haha, ha, fling over to Flappers, and then go to Hollywood from, like, 7 until 10. Like, I think my record, I may have gotten six Hollywood mics in. Really? Uh, in New York, you can do, like, 9 or 10. That's what I've heard. But you like, just it, walk it, down the street. You know, and yeah, you know. like, especially if you go down to, uh, Greenwich Village by The Cellar, they have, like... Three or four shows that are like barked-in shows. So basically, they're going like three or four times a night. The audience is all just tourists walking around. Then they have like three or four open mics on that street. On that street alone, you can do like four mics. And then you can go hang out at the cellar after. That's dope, dude. But then you could also, if you want to take the subway, you could go like uptown. like And do more fucking mics. There's different though. pockets of places to go. And in New York, I think, because there's so much competition, there are some sick happy hours in New York City if you find them. There's a lot of like secret ones. When I was living there... There you had quarter beer night on like Tuesdays and Mondays uh, on eighty awesome. first. Then there was like dollar, dollar or two dollar like whiskey night somewhere. So like if you find well, those places, bro. it can be dangerous. But like if you're like in between <laughs> or like you're like on the way, or, you know, or if you're, yeah, <laughs> It'll be dangerous. I like that. I feel like if you're going to do six mics, you need some fuel. Like, you can't, like, do six mics without having a couple drinks in the middle. Usually some of these mics out here, they'll make you buy one anyway. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, annoying. Like, if you're starting out sober, you might as well have, like, a couple beers in you. So you can just, that way when you have to get a drink, you're not, like, upset. Versus, like, I paid 10 bucks and I'm still sober, you know. That was a $35
0: open mic. <laughs> yeah, like, seriously. That should sure <laughs> add up. But- it does add up. I don't know what fucking some of these people consider happy hour anymore, dude. Jesus Christ. Well, not in this town. Yeah, no shit, dude. Everybody's just trying to like fucking, you know, do the shakedown and try to get as much
1: money out of everybody as they possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know know what you used to get at the haha back when I first moved here? Yeah, for $5, you got five minutes, you got a, a free beer. Doesn't that make sense? Then they had waters, but now they don't have the waters. Now five dollars like, in a rebirth It's like if you're gonna pay five bucks for a beer anyway, uh, might as well get the mic out of it.
0: Yeah, that totally makes fucking sense. It was a dope
1: deal. But I mean,
0: yeah. like compared to like some of the free ones, like the improv, you know, their mic and like you might not get up, but you yeah, didn't but have to the, a, lot, pay. a lot of the free
1: ones are like it's like three minutes raffle and there's like sixty people there and they're putting up thirty, which is great. But the really good free ones, if you can find like a coffee shop where it's like five or six minutes and there's not eighty people there, but there's somehow still like fifteen or twenty people there, right? They're real rarer than they used to be, but when you find one of those mics, it's, it's fun. Like the Vinador Cafe, that one? Yeah, long? I don't know. I, I need, like, at, these, at this point, I need people to, like, recommend a mic, because, like, I've been to some some bad places. You like, mean? I'm used to it. Like, you, I'll sometimes just blindly just go to a, to a mic that, like, oh, this is in the area, and then, like... I've, there's been places where it's like three people, and the other two are like literally insane people.
0: And then there's been like
1: mics where it's like it's like there's nobody in there. And then like I do a set, then all of a sudden like twenty people come in like after or like there's like things I need to know like the little secrets. I, I'm out of touch with the Los Angeles open mics. Those game. like
0: le- those like late night Lexington ones. I used to go to those, dude. And that place is fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, it's cra- I was like I was out back. And this girl was making tacos, and this dude fucking like, comes out of the back door, and he's like, anything you guys want, I got it. He sticks his tongue out, and he has two fucking Xanax bars on his tongue, and he just crushes them up. I'm like, what the fuck,
1: dude? And just,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's downtown for you. Um, and then the Oyster House. Did you ever go to that one at all? No, I, I've heard about it. It's not opening anymore. Is yeah, it? they closed it down. Was it they, an actual oyster
1: house? It is a fucking actual That's restaurant. Cool. Do people? Do comics get oysters there? Like while they're performing, or is it just like comics just doing what comics do and just uh, getting water?
0: Yeah, both. I guess you know. Like I would go there and get food. They had pretty good
1: food. Yeah.
0: but uh, it was like it's mostly like an all black like crowd dude and they fucking like if you bomb in there you just bomb like four
1: times as hard oh I, I love spots like that mm-hmm. that's, that's what that's I that's like, where you you know you really fun. test yourself there used to be this one show I forget where it was and it, it was like half open mic half show but the point was the audience was intentionally rowdy and they filled up a room with like 100 people who knew that they could heckle and yell whatever they wanted and basically you went there for five minutes you got on stage you said whatever you wanted but the people came to heckle so comics were heckling, people are heckling. It got really rowdy. It was, it was like, I would say it's 75% urban, but there was also like on the brink of town where there was also like some like little Latin, little Caucasian, and they would just yell. At one point, like somebody was throwing chairs and the host was like, yeah, that's just what happens. So I'm like, oh fuck, I think I did it once Stand up had a comedy great show. time like you can have a fun time when you know that that's what you're getting, but then if you're the comic who didn't know that's what it was and like somebody brought you there, I've seen people have like meltdowns. But if you know, okay, this is gonna be five minutes of hell and it's gonna be hilarious.
0: It's like those fucking those shows that you would see like country bands playing and they got the fucking like the chicken wire in front of them because everybody's throwing beer bottles and shit. Yeah, yeah, That's cool. Where's that fucking spot at?
1: I, it just definitely doesn't exist anymore. Oh. It was dangerous. No, it wasn't. It was <laughs> It may have been, but for everything I heard about it was good. This is like. Maybe, like, seven years ago. And it was, like, I want to say at least 30, 40 minutes out of town. So I would say near Inglewood, but, like, not in Inglewood. Just outside of it.
0: Sounds like a a place that would be (laughs) kind of (laughs) rowdy. Fuck, dude. Um, Do you ever go to the fourth wall when it was, like, before it was all structured out? I don't think so. Sometimes, dude. You've been there before, right? Yeah. yeah. So like uh, before there was any kind of structure, you'd get there like and be fifth on the list, dude. And there's like forty people crammed into that little fucking space, punk rock is shit, dude. Nice. You know, now it's just all fucking super. I can
1: understand what Jim I, did. I it. like the structure of that. Like uh, I sometimes like I like that you know exactly what's happening because I. Love that there's an audience in that room that will stay in that room and it's the right amount of comics so that you don't feel like you're really trapped. I feel like I can watch eight or nine comics. I don't understand the people who sign up to do six spots there in one night. Like, how can you do that? that, I usually, even one time, I tried to do two there and I was like, ah, one is probably the better way to do it and then be on with it, you know? But at least you know exactly when you're going up, you know that you'll have people in there. I kind of like that,
0: and guaranteed for sure.
1: Sometimes you go to like mics and there's just like uh, nobody there or too many people there. Wait, yeah, that's very true.
0: And you're like, "Fuck, I just wasted my time driving all the way over here for fucking nothing." Jesus, dude, how long have you been hosting? That's why, that's oh. why, that's
1: why I like ha-ha, uh, because it's so close by. That like sometimes I'll go there and I won't even just go up just to see, kind of feel it out, uh, see if anybody's there. But last night I just came by to see if there's any newer comics because like, I got put on my show in a week, and then. It was only people I knew, so I just laid on a couch for like half an hour, and then I I got out of there. (laughs) I've not, I've not even sat on those couches yet. Uh, Yes, they're being really strict about those couches. They're like, but they look like McDonald's couches. Like they're like, 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 if you went to McDonald's in the '90s, like after a soccer game or something, and they had like all those like, they're they look like they're plastic couches, vinyl. But like they're being so anal about those couches, so like comics aren't allowed to sit on them. Audience aren't allowed to sit on them. They're the VIP section so like at my show I was like uh, they didn't let the comics sit on those couches so I was the only one on the couch I don't mind it I need personal space I get very very claustrophobic when I haven't had time to recharge like I get it I need to have recharge time and if I go to the club without it if I have all the couches that's that's good enough for me it's the same as like laying all in bed all the couches all dude, the couches it's like fucking 25 and then if somebody sits there, of couches I don't even have to now I used to have to be the bad guy and be like I'm sorry you can't sit here but now they'll just do it they come running in like in slow motion no <laughs> VIP only. And I'm fucking VIPs. On a monday night in the rain <laughs> get the fuck out of here the other show had like 42 audience like they can sit on the couch it's better for the show because the audience sits up front so right. whatever i guess mm. on the weekends the ballers who want to spend 20 instead of free can sit on those couches. <laughs> 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 like, on the weekend it's like either free tickets or you pay like, 20 dollars yeah, in your vip yeah
0: this is nice right this is real they used life. to
1: have they used to have buckets of beer there which the, i thought which is a really good deal Uh, But I I think I must have got out of hand. That was like some cruise ship shit where you could get get a bucket of like five Tecates for like 16 bucks as an audience member. That makes sense. I I feel like most clubs don't do that anymore. And it came with like a bottle opener on the pail. I used to get one of those every day before I had, like, a discount there or any of the bartenders. <laughs> so i just be sitting in the back of the fucking bucket of Tecates, which is hard to drink five of those. So it's not like doing, like, a couple shots. It's yeah, like you're not, sitting there the whole show just chugging. You, you get on stage all
0: bloated. They're not – I don't know. They're not very good. It's, like fucking, it, it's kind of like the fucking – It's kind of like – Mexican Budweiser. Yeah, it's a
1: Mexican Bud Light. <laughs> right. Uh, even though it, it's not light, it tastes like it. Mm-hmm. That's your whole thing, but it's only like 4% alcohol, so it's not like, they're like, it's basically light, but there is Takate light, which is definitely like nothing. Lighter. It's like fucking Michelob Ultra. <laughs> like, dude, you got to drink, what, 40 of those fucking things? They have a cool commercial. Whatever whatever they're doing for the commercial, it has like a catchy theme song now, but like Michelob Ultra won't get you drunk. No.
0: Fuck no. Might as well just drink non-alcoholic
1: beer or water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Michelob Ultra if, like, for when you want a hangover without ever getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the worst I'm making myself sound like such an alcoholic but like my tolerance is like at this point it's like mine too dude. it's like it's like frat superstar tolerance so like if I want to get drunk like I'm gonna look like a maniac ordering and everybody just always like if, if, you, see me, if you see me straight for the IPA ordering well IPA is is like the one life hack I talk about mm-hmm. down on stage but the other one is just if you get a bunch of shots in one cup and nobody hears you order it it just looks like one shot this is the most <laughs> alcoholic tip you can get. If you go to a bar and you say, hey, let me get five shots of blank in, in this cup, and then it just looks like you're having one uh, jack on the rocks, but I don't put it on the rocks. No rocks. No rocks. So it looks like one jack neat, but it's really like four or five shots. Usually. And usually if you order like that, they'll, they'll they'll comp a couple of the shots, no matter where you are. Why not? Yeah, I mean, it's like, well, I've brought fucking five shots. How from much this does guy.
0: that end up being? Like 35? Uh, it
1: depends where you are. It depends yeah, who you that's know. That's true. Fucking I like to go to bars where I know where it's zero. <laughs> that's
0: true. There's a bar like down the street from the restaurant I work at, and I fucking went in there on uh, New Year's. A bartender just kept giving me shots and beers. And she's like, you know what? I haven't even put any of these in on the computer. She's like, you want another one? I just gave her 20 bucks. Yeah, got
1: me yeah, fucked up. That's or? my problem. Like I still like tip like 40 or 50 bucks. Like if I have a friend working, like most people, there's like selfish people who I kind of envy a little bit. There's people that I have friends that'll go out to a bar that their friend works at. They'll drink the whole night. They won't give any money. I'll go out to one of those places. I'll still give like 40 or 50 bucks. So it's almost like I spent what I would have spent, but I'm just drunker. Right. Uh, Which is fine. I feel like I used to serve. I used to do bartending stuff. Like I feel like I got, you got to give it back. Yeah. Ever since I've done that, like I once had a waitress fuck up my order, bring me the complete opposite sandwich. And I still gave her like 18%. Like that's the lowest I go. 18% 18% I, I once had fucking a waiter spill soup on my lap And I somehow wound up spending more than I would have Because my friend <laughs> we, Basically they comped my food They didn't comp my friend's food So basically it was like 10 bucks total But my friend's like I don't have cash And I'm like well fuck it I put down a $20 bill So I spent more than I would have spent Because I got soup on my lap Dude and, uh, What was that? I forget what it's called What was it? Mexican a- restaurant Mex- I like the place I'm not going to name it oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like some shitty place Don't worry a million people won't see this just yet. Yeah, well, for all the A people listening, if any of them uh, – I think it was uh, Camacho. What's the one on Sunset? Um, Is that El Camacho? That, no, that that used to be the one on, no, P- on no Pink's Tacos, right? Not that. No, 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 no. It's um, a little bit earlier, near the Ralph's kind of. Fuck, now it's going to drive me nuts. Oh, f- by the Wendy's, It's right? a great place. It's like – it's a very, like, low-key, like, casual date spot, too, because it's, like, very candlelit, but it's also very casual. So, like, there's, like, a mariachi band in there, and there'll be, like, families on one side. But if you have, like, the right corner of the restaurant, it's all, like, candlelit and shit, and you have, like, a booth, you can cozy up with somebody. That's fucking cool. What the fuck is it? A companero? I'm going to
0: look it up. <laughs> I'm fucking, there's this one, like, pho place that I go to. It's the fucking the shit, dude. They know exactly what I want every single time. I walk in. They're just like, I like, just shake my nice. head. They fucking bring me my bowl, dude, my water. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking loyalty right there, dude. El
1: Compadre. That's the name of the place. El, have you ever been there? No. Oh, it's great. You should go there. Um, Tequila, mariachi band, soup on your lap, date spot. <laughs> it's got everything you need. For real. And they have good margaritas. Soup and, uh, on your lap. They uh, they make really good chili Colorado, which is my favorite uh, Mexican food to eat as a white guy. <laughs> it's oh, like basically shit. chunks of steak <laughs> and red sauce. Holy shit dude. My favorite soup to eat as a white
0: guy. My that's favorite a- <laughs> soup. My favorite soup is definitely Vietnamese noodle soup. I love that
1: shit. And the ramen. Ramen's a
0: dope. Fuck with all of that, dude.
1: What's um know. what's your favorite you like you eat pho a lot? Yeah. What's your favorite like pho pun? Like they all have these cool puns now, right? Yeah. Like all the restaurants are named like pho king or like pho. Oh,
0: no 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 like a new pho nine nine or nine, you know, that's the one that I go to. And it's just, like, these they're, like, straight up Vietnamese as fuck, like, you know? Yeah, like but, they,
1: like, the, the names of, like, old, a lot of, I guess it's a lot of the ones that are opened by people who aren't Vietnamese. They—they they t- some, some of them get the, the puns wrong because some people say pho. So half of the restaurants will be named with a pun for pho. So it'll be, like, I can't think of a good shitty pho pun. It'll be, like, uh, 9021 pho.
0: Uh. But really, if you say 9021 pho,
1: like, that makes no sense. But, I, like, I think if they got a fuzz or, like, you know, like, pho uh, king. I think if they got a fucking pun in their name. It's
0: probably not good.
1: I don't know, man. It, <laughs> I fucking I think if it got a flood in its name and it stays open, that means it's great. Okay. It also has memorability. Um, the one that I go to though, like
0: this is like all these dudes are fucking in the front, like smoking cigarettes, and then it's like probably in the back doing like Russian roulette and shit, dude. <laughs> it's, it's like I don't know. You'd see this shit because these motherfuckers like, and they barely talk to you at all, which is great. I love yeah. that.
1: Um, I used to live next to a taco truck where I don't think they spoke any English, but it was like right next to our – I used to live like north, north, north Hollywood. So like you could take two steps and be in Sun Valley, which is the only town I've ever seen that had three Chuck E. Cheeses. Wow. (laughs) Three Chuck E. Cheeses within one square mile. Um, And all the billboards were like in Spanish. But this taco truck was like the best. It was like nobody told them about like inflation. It had like 70s or 80s taco prices. So you go there, it would be like – for like three bucks, you could get like five – Really big, like soft tacos with like they would dump the meat on there, and like a burrito would be like four bucks, and it was like it was like we were stealing. It was so good, and the line was huge, but they 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 were making it really fast, and uh, it was good. I wish I could name There's drop it. There's so many
0: the fucking taco trucks in LA. Yeah. Like I don't know, burritos, tacos, bomb. But that food makes you fat as fuck if you eat that shit all the oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: However, you'll be less hungover if you live next to a taco truck. I like your point. Uh, It just
0: soaks up all the fucking. We should
1: crack this open before it gets warm, because I feel like
0: and terrible.
1: Yeah, because I wanted to try one of these weird sodas that you've been talking about, and there was like five in your fridge.
0: Oh, dude, this smells like corn, bro. Does
1: it? Yeah, we got uh, sweet corn. Fucking corn. Sweet corn. Oh my god! (laughs) It smells like cafeteria cream corn from in like when you're in like third grade. Are we doing like shots of this? How do we full glass? I fill you up. Should I just leave the rest in? Should I drink straight out of the bottle? Yeah. All right. I'll drink it straight out of the bottle. Like oh my.
0: God. Did you already taste it? No, I get like, you know when you smell it something? It smells
1: exactly like I
0: thought it, it would smell like. It smells like, yeah.
1: Well, now let me go through the flavors we didn't choose, because you let me pick. In there, there's still bacon, which bacon? has like maple syrup in it, which I think might curb it out to not taste so bad. That you have blazing hot buffalo as a soda, <laughs> which holy shit, no. Because like, that's like I imagine drinking hot sauce, and you said that you were going to get the ranch the coming ranch by it, dressing there, one. Which would be double fisting, uh, but they didn't send you the ranch. Dude, if you actually enjoy those
0: sodas, you're probably with somebody that just likes gross shit
1: like okay so this is made by lester's Fixins. is that what they're all from yeah they're like cane sugar sodas like they're what you find like in like a cracker barrel Mm -hmm. okay and then the other option what was the there's pickle pickle which i bet is legit i I bet if enough people gave it a chance that could be like a flavor of like phantom but is it dill or sweet pickle you know ooh, that's the kicker Ooh, all right so are we we, we gonna try this cheers, cheers bottoms up That why well, I am not disappointed in that. I'm not I'm not grossed Either. out at all. That kind of has like It's the like kick. interesting. It's like a, a cream soda. Right? It's like imagine like it's a like cream. It's like a buttery cream soda. A buttery cream soda, but the aftertaste is cream soda, but there's like a few seconds on the sip where you taste the corn. <laughs> that again. Dude, who's fucking you get the corn, but the aftertaste is in the corn. Although I kind of wish it was. This is better than I thought.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm going to have
1: to get like a case of this shit. Sweet corn Oh, my so God. It. Fucking Lester Fixins. You know what's up. Yeah. And he looks, like the, he looks like the Six Flags guy from those commercials. <laughs> Where is he's, where's his face? I can't even see if it's on the screen or not. Uh, is that him? You can't really see it. You'd have to show it, I
0: up, like, to show it up. up to the camera. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh,
1: wow. Well. Like Lester Fixins. <laughs> Let's try it one more time. Oh, my God, dude. Ah.
0: That's him. Uh,
1: I bet you the Buffalo one's disgusting. You in, uh. He's zooming on your phone or something. Do this. You'll see him. He looks like the guy who used to dance to the Bus song. <laughs> do, do, do,
0: do, 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 do. Dude, those other ones are probably disgusting. I bet you bacon's all right. Pickle juice probably tastes like... Or the- I bet
1: you pickle is not as sour, but I bet you it has like a kick. I think buffalo is just dangerous. It's gonna be gross. And then uh, Maxie had the uh, the pumpkin pie one, which was like, eh. But that one sounds like a soda. That could be a real soda. So like, I feel like she took the safest choice. No, she did. I feel like the game is take the weirdest one. And I felt sweet corn, dude. Mustard <laughs> takes the
0: cake on fucking all of them. It was, mm. it was so fun. It's How, like, the, was it like drinking mustard? It's what? like you know when you get the yellow mustard and then you like go to tip it out and it's fucking you get the water that comes out. It's like yeah. drinking that fucking. I've been trying.
1: I've been trying to figure that out like lately. I finally learned to squirt the mustard in the sink before you do it. Like, if you have at home mustard, this will never happen in a restaurant. I don't know how. You always get that that weird watery gush, and it's like, looks so gross that you throw, I throw away that plate, and I'm like, all right, try again. Then the mustard comes out. So Mm -hmm. now I just go, (laughs) which is very boring podcast banter, but I'm excited that I finally learned how to to not waste mustard water or how to get rid of the mustard water. The fucking mustard water. That's what it tasted like, though. It was, dude, as soon as I opened
0: it up, it was just foul as fuck, dude. (laughs) <laughs> like if you like that one for sure you like to fucking drink gross shit isn't that man.
1: like the name of like a limp biscuit album like something hot dog water or something lose uh, it uh,
0: the chocolate flavored starfish and, or, and, and, or yeah chocolate flavored starfish and hot dog water and hot dog flavored water hot yeah the chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water which i think is hot like the chocolate starfish is an asshole and then the like hot dog flavored water i think is cum Really? I think that's, that's what it is. Like dude. That. that makes it even more fun. I think
1: that's what it is. Cause like that okay that probably is what it was. Chocolate Starfish it's butthole, it's man. It's a butthole, yeah. Yeah. That that was like Blink one eighty two used to have all their albums be very overhanded sex puns. Like take off your pants and jacket. <laughs> And with the fucking was it the girl? The, no that was a different album. No, that enema was the of Enemo. the State. Yeah, I was one of the porn stars. I remember because I was like, I think when that came out, I was like ten or eleven, and I was at camp, and I and I didn't know what an Enema was, and I didn't know what the album was implying. So I was like, hey mom, can you send me this album? Because it, like, oh it didn't have a parental, it didn't have a parental advisory sticker. It just had literally a nurse about to stick her hand up somebody's ass, and it was called Enema of the State. And she said, no, I cannot send you this album. <laughs> like why I, I mean I, I got it anyway like yeah. last time I was at a story but we used to yeah parental advisory stickers some of the albums you could peel it off and some of them it was on like the booklet but I don't even know why we even gave a shit like yeah. only like one out of every 12 albums I bought my mom would even care enough to look at it that's all like let them fucking... listen she was one of those moms who's like what are you listening to and just put it on headphones the fucking
0: and... FCC and like Tipper Gore and all that shit dude like eh, they can go fuck themselves yeah you know like that's why you're censoring art because it's dangerous like there was a thing. What was it? You know Almost that like band, an, you know that band Judas Priest, the old like mm-hmm. fucking heavy metal band. So there was a thing. Dude, we, Green, do you know Judas Priest? Yeah.
1: Are, are you a human on earth who yeah. listens to music? <laughs> do you know that band Judas Priest? I was I thought you were gonna say somebody obscure. So there was a thing uh,
0: that happened up in Reno where these two kids they like shot each other or some shit, and fucking the parents wanted to blame Judas Priest on it because they were like they found the album and it's like get the gun, get the gun. Was shoot. this in the eighties? Yeah, something like that. Because there's always somebody like
1: they always play, they play Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson.
0: They actually, uh, after Columbine, he was supposed to play a show up in Reno and they fucking banded together and stopped it. Uh, like, that's so fucking ridiculous. He's unless he was there, you know? Mm. They're like, no, it's the same look. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. He's not promoting that.
1: He's he's weird. He's too busy like being a weird dude. Yeah. Like he like his music videos like scared me, which is what they were going for. Cause it was like crazy eyes and like dolls and like lip retractors and like yeah he's like yeah and he has like his face is all painted up and he's like for some reason for like five years he had boobs like like (laughs) legit boobs and then apparently i don't remember i never looked into it but somebody said he kept them for so long because it hurt so much going in he didn't want (laughs) to take
0: them back out what the
1: fuck? <laughs> I don't... What? I do know what... That's and, the, what and then like what, the
0: two... Like, I heard the whole, like, he removed ribs so he could... Yeah, see.
1: he has all these legends, and you then know, they say... fucking, like, horrible
0: that would feel, just so you could give yourself head, like... And
1: also, like, if he did that, we would have been able to see it in at least one music video. Like, you know... <laughs>
0: He's like, watch this, yoga uh, pose. <laughs>
1: And then they also said that, that he was a bunch of different like TV characters growing up, like Paul from Wonder Years. They said it was him. And oh, I've. There was another that too. one. There was like all these like Snopes legends of Marilyn Manson. It was just like it was it was great. And he's a great he's a great musician. He like totally if you ever is. see him in concert? It's very funny. Even if you don't like, really like his music, he puts on a show. Although lately he's been he's been getting older, so he's been like collapsing and stuff, hasn't he? What? I think like a couple months ago he just like collapsed on stage because he doesn't have the energy, or like he broke his ankle and still tried well, to do a like, show. What
0: fifty and doing blow and shit? Yeah, still? Like, I mean come he's on, a little bit
1: on a diet of just like. Like cereal, and blow, send, and, and cereal. I imagine that. I mean, fucking. Not even, not even with milk. If I was just, a a, just, music, fucking. Yeah, I'd just ridiculous. be doing like lines of coke off of my apple jacks.
0: <laughs> he just, he just opens <laughs> his mouth and throws them in his face. Dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's how I picture I musicians.
0: It <laughs> sparks up a cigarette, dude.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my
0: god, I, dude. Like his videos were always fascinating as shit to me. Mm -hmm. Like they, like it was like scary kind of, but they were just like I couldn't stop watching them because I was just like so fucking fascinated
1: by it. it's an art form that's that's very much lost on today's youth. Not to sound like some like buddy preaching about being in the past, like the music videos, uh, and even before like we were really young, Uh, the '80s had some really creative music videos. But the '90s was kind of like I think the peak where every music video wasn't just a music video. They'd spend like a week or two filming them. They'd be telling a story. It wouldn't just be like The band playing on stage live, cut between like behind the scenes footage. Although some people did that, it would be like its own self contained story. story. Sometimes there would even be dialogue and they would interrupt the music video. I remember, like, at one point, uh, there was like to be continued at the end of some of the videos. Like, I think like some of the boy bands are doing that. I know Limp Biscuit and Method Man had that one song where it was about like somehow it said to be continued and then they wind up in like purgatory or maybe that was the continued oh, yeah, part. Oh, they're like around. It ended like uh, they're, they're DeCartarus or they were getting arrested and then all of a sudden Fred Durst is just in purgatory with Method Man. And I was like, <laughs> even though I don't understand what's happening, this is they're trying their asses off, you know? You ever
0: uh, you ever like hear a song on the radio and you're like, this song's dope and then you see like the fucking music video and you see the band, you're like, yee.
1: <laughs> yeah, because these days we don't see the video anymore. Like Back then, everybody knew what everybody looked like because you would see them like on like – TRL or, like, uh, a, lot of, a lot of MTV focused on just bringing the bands up. Now it's, like, they still do the music videos, but they're mostly for online. And I'm not going online searching for music videos, but you know who does that is fucking uh, CJ Kelly. Have you ever hung- we were hanging out at his place the other day, and he was just, uh, it was late at night, so he just keeps cha- playing different music videos of, like, his favorite rappers and stuff, which mm-hmm. is cool, because, like, that means people are still watching the music videos. But yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Like, so people still watch the music. They all have, like, 15 or 16 million hits, but i imagine the videos back then had more people seeing them just cuz they were plastered on tv that makes a lot of sense i i actually like i kind of remember being a
0: little kid and uh like, watching, like, the he- MTV Headbangers ball and shit, like, dude, I was always into fucking, like, the rock and roll shit, dude. I loved all that stuff. I liked, like, watching, um, pop-up
1: video on VH1. That was dope, too. Because, because like, yeah, stuff. I could watch, like, I could watch that for bands I don't even give a shit about. <laughs> and it was, like... And <laughs> they would talk shit about them, though, too. Yeah, dude. then they would do, like, a special where they just said, like, the 10 most expensive videos of, like, 1998, and then they would just have the budget showing up as it goes, and it's, like, Britney Spears latex suit, like, $60,000, doves, and, like, Pilot, who they fired because they didn't even do the plane stunt $200,000 like whoa
0: (laughs) dude that's so much and like you don't make money off of I mean you pretty much. I think back then money, you did. You
1: know? I think well back. I think back then the music videos you did make money off them because kids would see it, they would buy the albums. I feel like now the music videos have such Wait, a you mean high.
0: Seventies like to like nineties. I'm talking thing? like
1: eighties uh, into into the end of the nineties, early two thousands. I think that was like when you would really see a music video and it would make you go buy the music, especially to, to impressionable kids. Uh, TRL had that fan base of like well, like ten to like probably twenty five year olds just watching around, seeing what the top ten videos were going to buy those yeah. albums. Um, I feel like they still have that show today, but I don't think anybody watches it. It probably fucking blows, dude. Uh, what I liked about it was they wouldn't play the whole video. Sometimes they would, all right, this has been on the week, thir- 30 weeks in a row. So here's like a minute of it. Then they would come back and do other stuff. Who? And if it was a brand new video.
0: It's I don't know. Who's voting for that shit? Though?
1: Well, I, it was rigged. Um, basically, from what I know about TRL back in the early the 90s was they would do votes on Friday and Monday only. And the rest of the week, they like made it up. So uh, they this was revealed because Tom Green had a video for the bum song, the bump, which bum he debu- is on the yeah, way. yeah, my bum – yes, yeah, so <laughs> they have <made, they> used <laughs> that on TRL, and it, it made people laugh so much because that wasn't Tom Green; who was a big MTV star. So they, he got voted into the number one spot uh, on Monday, but they had already done the fake ratings and done all the segments for the rest of the week. So he his was, video wasn't going to be there because they didn't expect that. So they made him retire the video one day after it aired on Tuesday because they uh, didn't have the the countdown configured correctly for the for their fake voting. So he retires it on Tuesday. He says, I have to retire the video. They made him do that. And then it was gone because the Tuesday through Thursday was already decided. It's like such a monopoly.
0: Yeah. You know, F- for sure. Like, that's one of those things that's just kind of, it's like these people are more made now than they are like, you know, like you hear like, Led Zeppelin, like, oh, when we were starting out, we were traveling in a fucking U-hole, sleeping in the back, you know? Fucking didn't shower for three days straight.
1: My uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, like, all, like, the bands have a better cool history. Today, like, some of, like, these, like, bands that are just basically giving everything and, like, flown on private jets right to the gig. Back then, you used to take, like, a big tour bus and go on adventures and, like, you'd be doing drugs and stuff and, and getting in trouble in every town and your manager would have to, like, get you out of jail and shit. My uh, So
0: my dad's band has, like, a documentary about them. And they were, they've gone on tour with, like, Motorhead a couple of times. And, like, the very first time when they were going on tour with Motorhead, they were, like, uh, Lemmy was talking. He was like, yeah, so we show up and we got, like, you know, suitcase full of fucking vodka and drugs. And then these guys show up and they bring in, like, boxes of tea. <laughs> yeah, dude. People were fucking surprised about that shit. Because, I, I don't know, my dad's not really, like, much of a party like that. Like, now when he goes back, like, after he's done playing a show... He'll go backstage and just wants to be fucking backstage with like nobody. Yeah. I was just I was like sitting next to him. He's like, "Look, we got this fucking opener and then he brings all these stupid slutty fucking groupies back here and they just want to drink all of my beer and eat all of my food." It's <coughs> like, "Huh?"
1: I feel like at a certain point in time you're just over it. Like even if you're like the biggest rock star, even if like you've been living that lifestyle for a while, I feel like at a certain point, especially if you were never like that crazy in the middle of it, you're just like, "All right, definitely want my space." But I feel like even like the Ozzy, Ozborns these days, I feel like he doesn't go backstage and do anything crazy. I feel like, I, and he still performs, like, he's what, like 80 now? Dude. I, I had a friend, saw him at uh, Ozfest a couple weeks ago, said he was just as good as ever, but in between songs, he was very, he's always been incoherent, but it would seem like it was like worse than ever. Was so he's like, oh, but then they said the second he snapped into a song, it was like he like woke up and just like robotically almost just like nailed it, killed it, and then he went back to just rambling about nothing. Those like fucking Mick
0: Jagger though too. You see him fucking just like dancing on stage, killing it, dude. And I think he's like seventy five and just had a baby with a fucking like twenty five year old or some shit. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like at that point,
1: like you know, the, you go, you want to be done when you're done. I also feel like a lot. Same with a lot of comics. Like I feel like if you go on the road, like somebody's been doing this for a while, and you want to go have fun because you're younger, they don't right. want to do that. They're like, been there, done that. Some of them will still go party, but a lot of them are like, I just have to go call my wife and go to bed, and you're my ride, so drive me. You know. So it's like, oh, I want to go. Fu- catch- to fuck the groupies and and do a, a suitcase of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: like, oh man, but that, I guess that's the that's where like the whole serious factor comes in though too. You know. You don't want to be like a fucking drunk mess. like no, All course. the time you want to like, – you, you have know? to find a
1: balance.
0: Like go out – Maybe go to Mexico or some shit. And just <laughs> fucking forget everything for a week and then come back. To, you know?
1: But I feel like sometimes when you're doing a monotonous like thing, like when you're on the road for a long time with the same people, I feel like to, to really have fun you have to go on like adventures and like make things happen so you have stories. Not only – To write about and shit. Well, not, like, not, only, not only to do on stage or to write about, but just to like, you know, feel like you're living even though you're just basically – Working, like going like hotel to hotel, right? You don't want to do that every night, but like you want to be able to like have such a fun time that you get to you'll go back out with those people, you know. So if you go out with a couple of comics and you blend well on stage, that means nothing about the end of the day, like. It's just really boring for everybody, like, in the car or, like, you know, after shows. You don't want to be irresponsible where, like, you're making the headliner wait for you to, like, bang somebody in, like, uh, another, you know, town. Yeah. Uh, unless that's what they want. Like, they want you to, like, find you something. Yeah, like, like, dude, good job, man. Yeah, I know. But, yeah. like, it's, it's there's a balance because you want to be fun to be around, but you don't want to, like, push any boundaries. So it's like you got you to gotta be, like, as high up as you can get on the level, but you also got to see what they want. So I don't know. I feel like when I bring people on the road, which doesn't happen too often, like when I'm the headliner of a show, which is like, Every like once in a while, I'll just bring a couple friends, and like I'm crazy and reckless. I want to go to crazy stuff.
0: <laughs> it's usually
1: there's usually like one or two nighters like up north, a few hours, or like you know south like or Ventura. Vegas. Uh, no, no past Ventura, more like uh like Fresno, San Francisco, or what else is along the way? San Miguel, just random places for like a one or two. Yeah, for like a one or two night engagement, and then they let me bring. I'll bring a couple of my friends, but like if you go out with me, like I want to do all that partying and shit. I'm not gonna be a dick about it. Like if there's nothing happening, we'll go back to the hotel. As shit together yeah yeah
0: yeah. you know as long as you hold your shit together and fucking everything still flows there was a thing I uh like read it or hear it when like Amy Winehouse was doing her little fucking she was just all junked up on fucking heroin which is like her whole career her parents would pay somebody to fucking get her from wherever the fuck she was onto the plane to where she had to go next like that's fucked up I
1: feel like that's not fucked up I feel like that happens all the time that was um, the whole plot of that Jonah Hill Russell Brand movie. Get Him to the Greek, was it not? Yeah, that's true. I feel true. like that's based on reality of a lot of these big stars that go on benders and drink a lot. I like feel like Slash there's there's a person too. behind the scenes you rarely see. They're usually called the manager. Sometimes they actually are managing, but sometimes they're literally managing that person.
0: That's that one. Person. And usually
1: that's to reschedule the flights because like somebody got stuck somewhere or like they just got they can't wake up or. <laughs> to get somebody to wake up with some drugs, like at, in the movie *Flight* with Denzel Washington, when John Goodman has to come in and give him. Oh Have you seen that movie? I am not. seen I feel that. like that's a real thing that happens with some of these big rock stars. Like he has to go to the trial because he, he for when he was drunk and he, he crashed a plane, and he's being trying to be sober, but the next door room is open to a whole full open mini bar fridge, and he walks in there and he relapses and he drinks all the drinks. So they're going <laughs> to the big trial, and it's not for it's not for him. They don't give a shit what happens to him, but the airline is going to lose a lot of money if he doesn't. And testify. So the fucking airline pays for John Goodman in like the most John goodman role ever to just show up with a fucking briefcase of coke. Jesus. And he, and he gives it, it's a great scene in a pretty good movie, but not that good of a movie. And I love that scene because it's like, I feel like that's what happens with musicians, rock stars, like when you really need, when your company, like when your record label needs somebody to be somewhere no matter what happens, they have like some dirty deals on the inside to get them back. Like they have, the record label gets a coke guy for like you know uh fucking i don't know let's say like ray donovan type shit yeah. <laughs> right like fucking oh man we got a problem
0: like a fixer mm-hmm. like all the, yeah, the, the movie huh? all the
1: movies back in like the 30s and 40s had like a fixer like like a like a mafia kind of like there was a time. Uh, slash used to have somebody that
0: would fucking do that like follow him around and he'd pass out in alleyways and the guy would fucking just pick him up put him in the limo and then they'd fucking get him home yeah that's crazy to drink
1: yourself like that fucking you know well i mean i feel like it's fucking sadness it's a mix of like happy parting and like a lot of like what the fuck is this i feel like when you do it for so long it's just going in a You're circle like, nobody over says and over. no
0: to me yeah
1: <clears throat> i feel like i don't know i feel like that's why musicians drink and do so many drugs they're just like that's why they overdose so much i feel like they just feel like they're stuck in a big loop and it's over and over and over there's no getting out of it and then they just
0: that was the thing about fucking Jimi hendrix like People were saying he was scared that he was like gonna be the best he was ever gonna be at that age. That's well, probably all the acid you took. I feel here. like
1: that's also not just drugs. That's the critics coming in. Like I feel like at a certain point, like you're trying to break through and make something new, but the critics keep slamming you saying he wasn't as good as this album. Every musical artist has like a this album, or like it was it was no blank. It was better than this, but it wasn't. And it's usually like their fucking second or third album. Sometimes it's even their first. And that's what the critics go on it. But at the same time, like they're probably more talented now, but like the originality and the passion was put into that one album. So like even though they're – they're, I think they're on the same – although sometimes people make shitty albums. Right. But I feel usually like the second or first album somebody records has this thing that you'll never really see again. It's like almost like –
0: what's the debut though, you yeah, know?
1: Yeah, it's like this energy, like this energy harnessed in the right way. Then later on it's just – like, no. I, bet, I bet you it could probably be when like it's like their debut
0: album before like they actually like hit the fame, you know? And then it's like there's too many fucking like hands and ideas trying to tell you what – Yeah, too many cooks in the how, kitchen. You know? You're like, fuck, man, leave me alone. But then you see some of these artists that like go off on their own and they're like, this is what, this is like my own representation of who I am. I had to do this by myself. And you like listen to it or watch it and you're like, this shit's
1: trash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's 50 50. Sometimes they go off on their own. And then I fucking like, there was a lot of, like, Beatle albums where they're like, all right, we're releasing the same album without all the mixing because we don't like the guy who mixed <laughs> it. And I'm like, half of them were better with the mixing. Like, the stripped-down Beatles, sure, you have to say it's better just because, like, if, if you're, like, a fan of any music, even if you don't like the Beatles. But at the same time, it's like, you stripped out a couple things that were good. I don't you know. But they, that's, they, <laughs> that's interesting. Without- they, did, they did that, though. Like, they released all their albums without, like, one of the producers' input. And I'm like, but it sounded almost the exact same. What the fuck, dude?
0: <laughs> That's ridiculous, man. Um, Jesus, I'm fucking zoning out. Uh, we're forty five minutes right now. Where's your, your part?
1: You parked on the street? I'm parked uh, on the one across, like the four o'clock gridlock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Where do you live around here? I live at uh, Universal City, so I live uh, right out to Hills. Hills, right nice. next to Universal, which is where I work. So. <laughs> Fucking just walk to work. Uh, no, because I fucking walk people around all day at work, so I drive to work. <laughs> I mean, same thing. I used to work at a restaurant. And I lived next to the restaurant. When I left, to live next to the, the comedy store. I lived next to the restaurant I worked at, and uh, uh, my parents were like, "Why don't you walk to work?" I'm like, "Cause I literally clock it 11 miles every time I work, like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth." 11. If miles. I was going to sit at a desk, I'd fucking walk to work. You know, I would love to do that shit, but I, I, universally, I walk people around the studio or inside the park. So like, if I'm gonna be walking all back and forth, dude, in the fucking restaurant, I'll walk like. like 10 miles yeah, and not like, go anywhere, Exactly. Dude. Literally just back to get ranch, then back, and then go get another ranch. And that's like a, a mile. <laughs> it's you, like...
0: You hear that whole fucking, the whole like straw debate fucking thing? Oh,
1: that's it. That, like, well, I just came from Starbucks and they had plastic straws, so thank you. I, I like plastic straws. I, I know it's bad for the environment, but fuck it because I hate wooden straws.
0: Well, it's also like people don't want to fucking have... That shit touched their teeth. Some people got sensitive. Especially the teeth. cups. Yeah. And coffee fucking stain Ice. your
1: teeth too. Starbucks made like a lid where it's like it's like drinking like a slushy or a frap through the lid with no straw, but it wasn't fun. It takes the the most cool part about drinking like a drink from Starbucks like that is this this going through the straw. So anyways, so then they say, bring your own straw. And I, I used to like bring to be your own straw. California drought laws. I don't know. If they still have those. I used to, we used to all bring waters to the table before because usually 90% of the time they fucking ask for water anyway, but mm-hmm. like legally you're not supposed to until they ask for it. But if you're slammed with, like, six tables, it's easier to just dump the waters down and be like, I'll be right back. Fuck it. Get them As opposed to, like, all right, let me get your order. And then, like, "Uh, yeah, can I have a water? Then, oh, who else wants a water? Then they all raise their hand anyway. Or you bring two waters (sighs) and then. It's, it's like, such fucking bullshit that it's, like, extra steps. Like,
0: uh, so the Santa Monica restaurant fucking, they have the straws and the wrappers now, you know? So it's like, oh, you got rid of the straws, but now you got the extra fucking straw wrappers. So, like, there you go. You fucking
1: just kind, kind of, like, lost that battle. Stupid. Also, if you have the the wooden straw, it's like drinking out of the toilet paper roll. And not even when you fully get all the water in there, it never corrects itself. So it's the whole time it makes your lips chap. They're actually doing studies that like it makes your lips chap because they're drier. And it's just like, I don't know. I've never had the fucking paper straw. Don't. I mean, we'll do. I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say <laughs> but, fuck the environment. But like, I mean, I like plastic straws. And then there was like somebody who invented a straw that you can like put in your pocket, like a toothbrush that folds up and you unveil it and it's made out of metal. And I'm like, that's an extra step I don't need. I don't need to leave my house and be like, all right, I got my phone, I got my keys, and I got my straw. In case I decide to stop at a restaurant, I didn't even know I was going to. No, but nobody really like usually when I go to a restaurant for lunch, it's like a surprise. I'm like, oh fuck, it's lunchtime. I should go eat. Or oh, you want to meet up and eat? It's I'm not like prepared you know
0: but also like they take the when you you know when they take the glasses out from the fucking dish room then they put the glasses upside down on those fucking mats and then you're what supposed to put your fucking lips on that And shit usually there's
1: like lipstick doesn't come off even in the fucking i've had so many cups I've at restaurants that. brought back it's like lipstick survives the dishwashing it's like and it's gross and it's gross <laughs> it's, <as laughs> it's like growing like, hey somebody else's lips were on this i'm like oh let me see yep and they're like, like, like i hate the people that like i would never drop a glass that was broken but like sometimes like people would, like, move it or something, and then the glass would shatter, and then you'd have to quickly get it out of there before there's, like, a lawsuit. Right. Dude.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I have this fucking thing about, like, uh, sometimes the cups come out dirty as shit. I'm like, dude, if you've ever wanted to try all the flavors of cheesecake all at the same
1: time, just treat. this Do you work at a cheesecake dude. factory? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it is what it is. Is it too hot in the summer, and the they still make you wear, like, the button-downs?
0: Um, yeah, like a fucking white shirt. It's fine with me. Doesn't you know? It doesn't bother me too much. The thing is, is that it, like their whole thing it turns into such a machine that just you know it's everybody just scrambling for fucking money that it's gross. Actually, <laughs> it's just it's like then you start ending up like treating people like numbers, dude, and people don't like that. Oh well, yeah. Well, you know? I mean, it's like I make better tips, so if I like make. $1,200 in sales I would make sometimes I make like better tips if I have like seven 700 bucks in sales right and I'll make more oh, yeah. than I would if I sell fucking 1200 bucks
1: it's really yeah yeah I mean it's well, because you
0: get to actually treat people like fucking people instead of like okay hi what would you like uh, bread butter water okay go boom fucking and they have like they, they break it all down in like these time schematics you know and yeah no, it's great on paper but fucking real life dude it doesn't work that way
1: yeah I mean especially when everybody like sits at the exact same time or like you know
0: my favorite thing ever when people like wave me down they're like okay we're ready we're ready and then they open the menu they're like so uh what's well, that happens here happens all the time
1: nobody that works at a restaurant has not seen that at least like a hundred times a day because yeah they're never ready like any when they wave you down they're not ready no never and that's why like when people were waving I used to just pretend to not see them because <laughs> they'll be less mad at you if you if you make eye contact and you say I'll be right there I learned they'll be more mad at you if you say that and you're not there within a second than if you just don't see them but I mean, if you're there quick enough, like they'll forget it as long as everything comes out. Like basically, as long as they get what they need. Um, we used to have like I used to work at a restaurant where like when like some of our bosses would come in, we had to make sure the water was like super full. So like we'd be like diving, even if they didn't need it, if their water was empty, and they said no, you'd have to fill it up just to make it look nice in case somebody saw. So I'd <laughs> be like diving over tables, like oh, what the water. The fuck though, oh my god. Like yeah, or I'll have
0: you have like people that ask you for like a fucking refill, and it's like you have like fucking
1: my, this- my favorite. I once had a guy, and this is this is ridiculous. It was like a table at twelve, and this guy says, "Yo, I'm gonna need seven Dr Pepper's,"
0: <laughs> and I'm
1: like so you want to refill them? He's like, "I want them all now," and I'm like, "Okay." So, and like usually when somebody says that, they're trying to cheat you and pass it around to the table. But I watched this guy literally drink seven Dr Peppers in like five minutes. Just
0: fucking and like that table with no ice
1: yeah and like and like uh, didn't really tip much for somebody who got seven Dr Peppers I was like okay dude that's the
0: fucking that's the worst is when you fucking you're like busting your ass and then people write a big fat zero on like a hundred and fifty dollar fucking check I'm like Jesus come on man like I'm not trying to fucking expect you know you to pay me a fucking hundred bucks but dude like no like squeeze a- blood out of a fucking turnip. And you just, ah, ah,
1: me, me, me. I mean, I've had tables. Yeah, there's, like, certain, like, needs that need something, like, every second. I had a table once... While well, I was still taking the order. Somebody at the end, or, end of the table was like, "Where's the food?" I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" While well, you're taking the like, order. while I'm taking the like, their order was taking so long because they all didn't know what they want. There was like 15 people, so like I'm going around the table, and then the guy who ordered first is like, "Where's is, where is the food?" And I'm like, "Where is the food? Like, have you seen me leave the room?" The rest of your group, your group is still ordering the food. Oh, I'm like, that is God not only dude. that's rude to the people you came with. But see, the thing is though too. I'm like, did you want me to go put in yours first so it comes out because you're at the head of the table? You're like the patriarch. You're gonna you're gonna eat and test it for poison.
0: I can just tell when people are trying to fucking scam though You know and then the managers pretty much just go up and they're just like, oh, "Okay, fine, fuck it. I'll take this and this off the fucking tab." And then here's a free cheesecake. And like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, they got,
1: the people people do that. Even if you give them like the best service, to, that was their plan all along. Or there'll be like a fly that magically pops up somewhere it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like they're just bringing or flies piece of with them, or like a hair that's the color of their hair.
0: <laughs> like
1: the literally, we had one. a kitchen staff all brown hair, and there's a big blonde hair, long blonde hair in um in a, in a dish. And the woman's like, hey, we found this. And I'm like, can you look around this restaurant? And we had an open kitchen so you could see the cooks and you could see all the staff. And that day it was like, Six dudes, short brown hair, all wearing hats and like uh, one girl with black hair were working. And, and I'm like – I wanted to be like, can you look around and tell me where you think that hair fucking came from? It was hers. But you can't – yeah, it was clearly hers. And it wasn't even a scam. It was like somebody like eating like this and her own hair falls in it. Oh and we still God, have to bring it back. Dude. And I bring it to the manager. He's like, well, yeah, that's her hair. I'm like, I know. Do you want to go tell her? Cause I've been, I, and then we comped it. Oh, I'm God, like, dude. fucking A, man. Mm. Like there's like – there's some battles that you that are going to – like literally if that wasn't comp, that tip would have been like zero. But it was like twenty five bucks, so it's like you gotta pick your battles, right? Because sure. like she could blow up and leave like a Yelp review, and like there's no context for like the owners to look at that, you know? That's very true. You're playing with fire now that there's Yelp, because like, like people will take all the power into their own hands. They're like, there was a hair
0: in my food, and everybody's like, oh, I'm not gonna go there. And the customer's always right. So fucking yeah. even if they're even if they're one hundred percent wrong, they're always right. That's
1: the fucking business strategy. I hate, dude. Well, you know what I really hate when they just don't like something and it's their own fault. Have you ever, have you ever had that at a Cheesecake Factory? Mm-hmm. Like, I can understand if you're like, what do you recommend? And I say, how about this? And then you eat it and you don't like it. That's kind of on me. It's a little bit on you because you can still see it. But when somebody decides for their own what they want to eat, like, I'm going to get this. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, take a bite. They're like, I don't like it. Can I get something else? I'm like, well, you did that. You should pay for it because you did that. That is a you problem. Yeah. No shit. Fucking that one used to piss me off the most. God, people and then fr- I had to go try to get something sped up because we're the whole restaurant's full, and I had to be like, "Hey, can you m-? get yelled at in Spanish by the cooks?"
0: <laughs> I love that one.
1: You to, like, They're like, "Yeah, yeah they- we
0: sold it. It's on the table." No, yeah. it's not, dude. I'm <laughs> just there. And then Fuck you got you got to deal with their like shitty attitudes.
1: Puta, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> no, 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 I'm like, no, Come on, man. I'm on the fucking other side of the fucking. Or I got like yelled at when you when you put it in right and they just didn't make it right they're like, ah, like oh, you did this that's the best one dude. everyone i'd say half the times it was something the customer did or something i did but then half the times it was just oh i didn't see the no cheese and i'm like yeah she's allergic so you might want to speed one up Oh, oh they start throwing things yeah they, they, they fucking pretty much nail it in uh, the movie waiting they do a pretty good job i like that movie yeah great it? movie that movie's fucking awesome dude <laughs> when
0: they're like fucking pubes and fucking oh <laughs> god dude and that's true don't with the people that are handling your food
1: it's true but at this point in time it's like so like because of all these like lawsuits like i wouldn't even dare do anything to anybody's food you know the only thing i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna be less attentive to a table
0: exactly like i'm not
1: gonna like i feel like back then you could uh i feel like you could still like fart near a table that's the one thing you could still do and like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna be like nobody's gonna have a lawsuit like the waiter had gas how do you <laughs> know it's the waiter that would not hold up in a quarter how do you know what's in the guy's garlic dish right next to you yeah that's the only thing you can like legally do you can't definitely can't spit in anything you can't fuck with anything like i I feel like even if a person you you never know that's like karma though who's just having a bad day you never know if like a really nice person just like got some really bad news and they're stressed out it's like why would you fucking spit in somebody's hamburger just because they were having a bad day you never know what people are going through that's very true oh i always try to be nice if i'm having a bad day to strangers but you never know you ever feel like uh it's like you ever feel like like working
0: at the restaurant helped you with stand up? Like just communicating with people? Or like vice versa? Like stand up helped you communicate with people, you know?
1: Um, nah, uh, maybe. I mean, it's just basically like. You have to be fake uh, in a restaurant a lot of times. So you can be having like the worst day of your life and you have to be like, hey, what can I get you to drink? Uh, Mike, I'm gonna be taking care of you. Uh, here's the specials today. Here's what we're working on. Here's what I recommend. And you have to smile through gritted teeth. Well, they well, they say, what do you recommend? And I name my four favorite things and they don't order any of it. I <laughs> <laughs> have to be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know why you asked me, but yeah, go with the spaghetti that we don't even have. <laughs> you know? um, and then I feel like it's more just like smiling and being fake. But the problem is if you're like that all day then you go to like a club, I don't have enough energy to like go be fake to people, you know? So like sometimes like I walk around like looking like angry when I'm not angry. I'm just tired because I'm – even today my job, customer service style, like I'm walking people around. I'm giving all day. I'm just smiling and happy. So even if uh, that ends, I feel like it doesn't carry over as much into the night as, as I would like it to. Um I feel like, if anything, it's worse. I also feel like it it does make you better at selling bullshit, though, which is sometimes what you have to do networking-wise. There's, like, uh,
0: one thing that I do kind of, it's fucking, it's, like, when I talk, I use, like, a lot of hand gestures, you know? And I think it kind of, like, fucks with people. It's, like, that whole, like, Star Wars, like, these are not the droids you would look for. (laughs) But I do, like, like, all the presidents, you know, fucking Trump does his thing. But, like, the best one ever was Obama's, dude. And he does this thing when he's, like, talking where he goes like this, dude, where he's just beating you in thumb war and you can't do anything but enjoy it, you know? Well,
1: that fucking, what uh, Bush used to do, that it always looked like he was, like, ringing on Jeopardy. Like, uh, George W. Bush.
0: <laughs> That's fucking Like, he would just be do. up
1: there like, oh, I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that.
1: He did the same thing, but he would, like, push down. <laughs> the,
0: the hand gestures are the best, dude.
1: Sure. Well, I feel like uh, it's, I feel like um, you also have like you have restaurant uh, material, which is like really corny dad style jokes that will get like a like a chuckle out of them. But like, it's safe things to say. Versus like, there are some days writing shit and I would just say whatever. And some of those days paid off, but sometimes like people get offended, and then the whole time they're just staring at you. There's a lot of like. Um, you have to say like the dumb shit like, oh, you must have hated it. Take away like the empty plate. You just to say like corny the classic, shit like that. Huh? The classic corny shit. Just because oh. the tables, almost, you could tell when people expect dumb shit like that and they want it. So you have to sell your soul a little bit. I will say some ridiculous shit sometimes. I'm like,
0: people are like, okay, what what do you recommend? I'm like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to get all the steaks, all the bottles of wine, and you're going to tip me 300%. <laughs> and they're like, what? I can't believe you just said that. And then, the, then I get a good tip because they're like, dude, he was confident nope. enough to fucking say that.
1: I think the most tips I ever made was the day I accidentally took ecstasy and went to work. Oh, <laughs> accidentally um, took ecstasy? I, yeah. Well, here, my, my fucking. It just um, fell out of the sky. And you no. Just like... <laughs> my, my pill stuff next to my, my sink uh, is like a whole bunch of bottles. And if I'm tired, like the worst day, I once accidentally took a handful of Tylenol PM and went to work. Cause it was next to like oh, Dayquil AM. So I was working like literally like in a coma the whole day. I, I walked in, I knew what happened. The second I got in my car and I took like 10 shots of espresso, it still didn't do anything. Uh, but then one day I had ecstasy there and I meant to take an Adderall cause I take an Adderall every morning for my ADD. Uh, so I, I, I was so tired. I reached for the Adderall and I just popped it in. And then as, as soon as I swallowed the water, I realized it was ecstasy and I was smiling, not fake the whole day. So the whole day, I'm just like walking around like this. I'm like
0: boo. hugging
1: my towel. The eyes weren't like wide like that. They were just like normal. And I think I must've made $400 tips on like 800 sales that day. So like, <laughs> I almost <laughs> thought about doing it again where on purpose.
0: F- fuck you! It was like uh,
1: it was just like a magical day where everything really just kind of clicked into place. And, and I, I think I was in a naturally good mood uh, so it, it rubbed off and like I, I think maybe because I was a little bit out of it I wasn't as over attentive sometimes if you're too attentive like if you have nothing to do and you're bored you're like let me fill that up for you you're like too you. like, in their face Yeah, I hate that when I go to I restaurants hate that too, I try yeah. to find the balance where Hi, you're like there, you? where can you're you? there enough when they need you but you're not like anything else because like, like, we're is fucking annoying. dead right now and I uh, no, what's going on in the back but the people are fighting so I'm going to hang out with you guys no. <laughs> Um
0: I, I, dude, anywhere I go, though, I fucking hate that shit. When people are just like, "Oh, can I can help you," how can "I can help you," I'm like, "Yeah, by not fucking bothering me," you know, <laughs> like good, like Guitar Center or some shit, or even like, dude, the only thing people at Home Depot are good for is just knowing where the stuff is.
1: Dude, I don't want to know how you would do it because yeah. Well, they never fucking help when you need it. Like, if you ever go to like a Rite Aid or a CVS, they don't fucking help. Like, that's, those aisles are different than most aisles. Aisles at the supermarket, it's very clear cut. Mm-hmm. Aisles at a CVS, it's like school notebooks next to like fucking lawnmowers. I'm like, okay, so I have to go on a mission to find what I need. Stationary next to unstationary? <laughs> <laughs> the other day I just needed baking soda, which should have been easy to find. It was just in an aisle with just pita chips. I'm like, okay. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, okay.
0: That's, that's totally true because it's just a fucking mixture of shit, right? Next to pita chips. Because they don't have so.
1: enough to pick a full aisle of certain stuff. So like it was like cooking supplies and pita chips. In okay, case so you're gonna go make some pita souffle.
0: Oh my god. And doesn't like Walgreens, they don't sell fucking alcohol or something.
1: Um I no, think actually do. no,
0: they sell alcohol. What's the thing? It's like CVS, they sell alcohol, but they don't sell cigarettes or some weird shit. Maybe. That might be true. I, think that's I don't only- think
1: I've ever seen anybody buy cigarettes at CVS. But I don't smoke, so I've never ran into it. I so-
0: oh I only smoke, dude, if I'm like <laughs> fucking wasted. But I smoke like the the fucking black American spirits, you know, it's, like the roughest ones. So you just smoke like a little tiny fucking bit of it, put it out and fucking, I just pass out. Just get a nice little head rush and oh, that's it. Yeah, that's I don't not know.
1: too bad. I used to like, I, I once like tried to smoke. Like I was like stressed out. Like we're going like a lot of projects in college. I was like, oh, maybe this will help. So like, I bought <laughs> I bought like a pack and I was like, hmm. And it just didn't. Didn't didn't stick, which is probably a good thing. You ever tried chewing tobacco? <laughs> no, try- no. No? Dude, I
0: was like 13. <laughs> the first time I tried chewing tobacco was the very first time I ever smoked weed, too. And uh, dude, my brother gave me some of that fucking like shitty skull, and you just feel it go right in your lip and just cut the fuck out of your lip. But then I couldn't even stand up, dude. just got such a buzz from that. And that was the very first day that I uh, hit a bong, too. So my fucking, my brother, like, hands me the bong. He's like, exhale, exhale. And I knew that was not what you needed to do, you know? But I just wanted to see what happens if you blew into the bong. (laughs) So then I shot fucking water out, dude. And it landed fucking right on him. And he smelled like dirty,
1: raunchy bong water. The fucking ice in the bong is so much more clutch than I used to realize. Like, when we were kids, like, I'll get all that shit, like, trapped. So much smoke, and I'd be like... Coughing for a long time, but if you put the ice in there, or if the person who who sets it up does the ice just right, it just cools that off. That's very like exciting. when I was like sixteen, smoking. It was like <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I do this all the time. Just bad
0: it, bad it, inhaling. I've done like weird shit, like using Gatorade to replace the fucking water.
1: I can see that. It's interesting. It's uh, it does it work? I mean, what, I what mean, does it's it do?
0: Liquid, you know. It's Is it like, like a, when you're fucking like sink. Is it working
1: or something? Or like oh, because you're if, you're in this setup here. It
0: filters. uh... The smoke and everything, it was red Gatorade. Red Gatorade is the best
1: Gatorade. There should be no other Gatorade ever. They just get rid of all the other ones except for red. You think so? I think red is the ultimate Gatorade. Wow, I'm more of like a uh, cool blue. Kinda. Blue raspberry, like all those glacier flavors, <laughs> they know, always like sound the, so the, cool the, like the Riptide frosts. Rush. <laughs> they just sound like fucking deodorant flavors. <laughs> I, I used to, Made I used by, to like, Tom's. <laughs> it's
0: like Tom's fucking Riptide Rush, dude. Yeah, seriously, that was what they call it, glacial freeze. The best thing that you do with a Gatorade is you fucking put it in the freezer and then like catch it right before it freezes and then it's like fucking snow cone slushy dog. That's oh, That's the good. best shit ever. I don't know. Gatorade fucking... Uh, that gives
1: me like fucking upset
0: stomach and
1: shit well it's so much sugar that's so it's like i mean it's like it'll restore electrolytes but it's like so bad for you so like i still drink it all the time it's a great for like when you're like hungover or something but it's like really sugar yeah it's 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 more sugar than soda isn't it it's got like a bunch of sodium and shit in it too yeah a
0: bunch of like salt fucking weird um
1: you got any shows coming up mike uh i think the plug probably not i mean if, if i well i'm at a few places this week but january 21st at the haha's uh the new york comedy hour show that's free if anybody comes in and says the name mike that they're here to see mike before 8:30, <laughs> i'll get them in free that's my show i'll plug that uh other than that i'll be probably at like a couple bars and probably the Ha Ha, maybe the store in the belly room for the next couple of weeks just sporadic I'm trying to do like two or three a week how do i get into the store mike i I don't know maybe you go through the potluck that's how you get in at the store like officially really uh you go to the potluck enough where they recognize you and then you get seen by the right person and then they'll give you like uh promotional like or one of the uh, workout spots so like those comics who do like five minutes in front of like the indie shows um it's like a it's a fucking um it's clicky over there it's like it's like it's like just showing face and and uh getting up enough to the point where like somebody sees you and kind of passes you through. Then you can do like five minutes when you when you call it in. You usually it winds up being like once a week, but they'll put you up on all the friends and family. And then eventually, if you're doing that well, they'll give you an opportunity to audition. Where you do like 10 or 15 in the OR one night with like five other people. They'll usually pass one or two, get their name on the wall, pass past them. I fucked up because uh I, I did a set once in front of Paulie Shore and he wanted to actually like pass me straight through. But that was um back when they had uh, Tommy as the guy. And I feel like if I did it that way, Tommy would never me on anything so uh what do you mean he basically saw me doing a set and he walks me around and he's like hey i gotta pass through this guy um uh put this guy so basically i got to the point where like i skipped over the the potluck stuff and they're like just call in your availabilities and you'll be in the rotation now but i felt like Every there was gonna hate me, so I didn't like capitalize. Because but, you just kind of jumped in it, like yeah, that? yeah. But now I now I realized that was a fucking mistake. Because yeah. not only was Tommy like fired like three months after that, so it wouldn't have even mattered. I'd have just been like in. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I just felt bad because like Paul Shaw was like walking me down the hallway, and he's like, "Hey, do you know this guy?" And they they knew me, and they were like, "Yeah." People yeah. people that didn't want to see me do well were just yeah. like, "Yeah." He's like, "He's good, right?" And they're like, "Yeah," because like you can't say no when that's happening. So this is not their heaven. I was like, I want to do this the right way, and then I didn't do it the right way, and I my mistake. How long so ago was that? This must have been like six or seven years ago. Really? Yeah, whenever a few months before whenever Tommy was fired from there. But I was like, if if I passed through that way, Tommy's the one you'd have to call up to get scheduled for the spots. So if if, if I if go over his head, he's never going to put me on the spots. So in my head, I was like, I'll just do he's it like, the yeah, right way. I'll well, take your I'll, name. I'll, I'll ta- this will happen again. I'll do it the right way. Um, and then I did. I didn't. I didn't call in to capitalize on that, and I should have. So now I probably have to go back in the, the regular way. No, it wasn't gonna like put me right through the top. It was gonna put right. me right in the middle. Right so in basically, I'd be uh, on friends and family, and I would be doing um, those five or six minute spots on other people's shows. But I felt dirty. Uh, but now I realize ah, I fucked that up. I should have. Yeah, you should have. just. And that like, was when I was living next to just there said, too. Fuck it, that was when dude. I lived next door, so I could have just fucking ah. So. You're going like
0: rolled out of bed and fucking been in the comedy store. Dude. That's true
1: though. That's that's a true story. Um, I haven't really talked to him since. He probably wouldn't remember oh, me.
0: That Tommy guy, Paul, Paulie Shore. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: He just happened to walk by like a show, uh, show I was doing a guest spot on, like because I, I traded spots with somebody. So I was in the main room. It was like one of those shows with like a hundred people, and it was just a big bringer show. But mm-hmm. I was just there because I gave a friend a spot. So um, I was doing a set, and it was going good because there was a hundred twenty-two year old blonde girls which is my favorite audience so like the was That's going the good. best audience it's like they're just yeah so it's going good and then um uh, he saw like the last two or three minutes when i closed i got off stage and then he's like hey let me talk to you right now and i'm like oh hey, oh hey you're awesome and then he's like walking me around and then nope fuck that up mike but uh <laughs> we could go back tonight and we could try it go back in time <laughs> go
0: back in time dude holy fuck man yeah my only time was just that kill tony thing and then i've gone to like a couple of the other open mics um But I just see there's people that just totally, like, hang out just to fanboy the fuck out. Well,
1: I feel feel like that's – you have to hang out there all the time, fanboy, sacrifice doing spots. I prefer to, like, guaranteed go up somewhere and work on, like, a 10-minute set uh, than maybe get up for three minutes and and just fake smile for, like, three hours Mm -hmm. and hang out there. Because, like, people that get through there hang out there and they're funny and they work at it. Like, some of the people that hang out there, they can hang out there all they want. Like, they're not going to be able to get in just on politics alone. Mm -hmm. You have to back it up. Like, when you get your chance, go kill it. And a lot of those people – a lot of them do. Half of the people that hang out there are really funny, and half the people that hang out there just think if they hang out there, they'll automatically be be in. Some like Lee is going to be like,
0: "Hey, you want to go on the road with me?" <laughs> like, that, I mean f- that's a
1: that's a different way to get that's in with wishful thinking. It. If, I, if if you hang around like a comic there a lot, like they'll take the people on the road that they can kind of like push around. So they're not going to take somebody like that's like on their level, um, like a big headliner like that. If they don't mind you being around and you do stuff for them, like almost like you're their like little intern. Mm-hmm. Those people will open for comics for like years. So like, um, if you find the right comic you gel with, so even if he's like making fun of you and like you're kind of the guy who's hanging out with like the big boys, just and he's just giving you shit, that, that guy will take you on the road and, and develop you and get you shit. So that's another great way to you're get. You're like
0: in. A, you're like a prospect.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, for real. It's like you're like triple A, and then eventually like you graduate to the point where like a lot of those comics will just give each other shit and then bring up the comics, keep giving them shit. Then they get to the level they're like, all right, now you're in with us. Let's get a new kid to open for us. This more. But like- then they're like. It's kind of, there's, there's a way yeah a little hazing and then you kind of get to the middle ground where you're like the feature for that same comic and then eventually you go off headline on your own that's one way to really go another way is to just like make a lot of calls and self invent like create your own tour bring a lot of people with you uh, the, buy the book way you can go to the comedy store or the improv and just follow the rules and just hang out there and wait around but if you don't want to wait around you could find somebody to get in with or you can start your own shit or just having your own show will get you a lot of local spots, but if you want to get the money, that's going out of town. So you have to call up bars in the middle of nowhere and be like, "Hey, do you guys have a comedy night?" <laughs> Slash somebody who can promote because I know nobody in fucking Tuscaloosa. You know, like so. Not only do you go to some rear towns, like you set up the deal, but like if they're not going to bring you if you don't have like a following, so you need to go with somebody who does. So that way they see you as funny. They can bring you back as like a feature, and then that way they can justify bringing you in as a headliner when you have no fucking following in their club in Texas. Or or if you have headliners vouch for you, that's another way to... That's that's another good one. They'll they'll vouch for you by you doing more shows with them. It's like how often are headliners, even if you have like your own show, how often is a headliner going to really watch you? That's very true. They usually do their set and they'll leave or they'll pop in at the end. You want to like go with them somewhere so that you're the only other comic, like you're their opener. So that way they're like, they're watching you because they want you to warm up the crowd for them and you do it. They're like, fuck, Justin warmed up that crowd. I like him. Because that it's stakes. There's no stakes if you're like, "Hey, can you watch my set before your set?" <laughs> like a show of twelve comics, they'll say yes and they won't do it. I know that because I've said yes and just walked right <laughs> <laughs> out. Like, hey, can you watch my set at a fucking like open mic? I'm like, well, I'm supposed to, but I am in that room less than half of the time because like it's a lot to watch three hours of comedy. You know? Oh, totally. It totally is. But it's also fun to like see new people
0: and you're like, oh, that's fucking. Yeah. That's it's how all you it's learn also cool to, to see like new. Know?
1: Yeah, it's cool to hang out with new people and see like new takes on things, new vibes, so. But
0: then also it's like fucking some open mics are just like
1: nightly daycares for
0: crazy people, dude. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 sometimes the fun part. If you feel safe, like if you have like a, if you're there with a group of friends, or if like you feel like they're crazy, but they're not like over the edge crazy. Occasionally, like somebody will walk into a place, and I'm like, this is going to end poorly if we don't all get the fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> this guy's probably got a gun.
1: There's somebody. There's somebody at the club <clears throat> yesterday who was a little cuckoo at the, the ha. Yeah, I don't think she went on stage. She stayed in the lobby. It was that blonde chick? Huh? She just yeah? She, just she kept was talking to everybody. Whole
0: fucking and then... oh she walked into the room at some yeah, point. She walked into the room. Did she? Did you put her up? No, she was in a comic. She, she was trying to she she, she,
1: was trying to do, she was trying to talk to Jack and get a 20-minute open mic set in, like, a week. And they were like, <laughs> well, we don't do that. And she was like, I'm not a comic, but I need 20 minutes. <laughs> and, then, and then she was like – then she sat there and she got bored for, like, after a minute. So she walked into other people's conversations and was like
0: – Dude, I hate that shit when fucking people just want to, like – I she think was, she just wanted I-
1: attention. I think she got hammered and she wanted attention. But it was like – she must have been, like, in 40s. Like, if, if you're, like, hammered and you want attention – you can be given a little slack if you're, like, somebody's little brother or if you're, like, uh, an attractive young person. But not, when you're, but not when you're like in their 40s and, like, you're bossing people around and telling your political views. At one point, she joined. Asked Charlie about this. Charlie was having a conversation about something completely irrelevant, and then she walks in there and starts talking about politics. And I'm like, fucking! What are you fucking like? No, I, to, I her, like, asked her to this- leave,
0: dude. I was, I was fucking, I was asking her to leave, and she was like, "What are you gonna do? Are you
1: gonna remove me?" Yeah, she, she seemed unstable. Like yeah, she seemed totally. like dangerously like unstable. So I didn't talk to her. I didn't fuck with her. I didn't like even like say anything. Like if she said something, I politely smiled and laughed, and then I walked away. Callahan
0: did this thing where he was, where she was like clapping for him. He was like, "Can you come up here and do that?" and then fucking he, he got had her, her involved he had her clapping for like two and a half minutes just fucking the whole fucking During time. It, that's amazing I was like, dude he's mind fucking her right that's now. that's
1: the way to fucking use her because then she gets the attention <clears throat> oh that's fucking great mm-hmm. he used her as like a magician's assistant
0: it was the best that's
1: why i wish i saw that yeah but i got out of there because i was like 50 50 this ends in somebody getting shot <laughs> that's why i'm very paranoid like i'll go to the, every time i go to the movies i make sure to like watch everybody going in because i'm always afraid i'm gonna get shot just look for the escape route um, dude, like, shit, dude i feel like uh, yeah yeah That's what also, I, do too. Like, I get really sketched I I go to the movies alone a lot because I have fucking – I have AMC stubs. So I can see like 12 movies a month and a lot of times I'll see movies at like 1 in the afternoon when nobody's around. So it's usually like six other people in there and all the individuals look sketchy. But I probably also look sketchy. I think – this is the way I feel safe. If you're at the movies and you're eating something, if you have like popcorn or or, or a drink, I write you off. I'm like, oh, you're safe.
0: No, because your hands are on that.
1: No, 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 no. Because because nobody's going to fucking shoot a movie theater while eating popcorn. I don't think so. Actually eating it. And then also if you're with like a date or a couple other people, you're fine. But oh, I, I scout out the – and I sit in the back corner like a <laughs> fucking hawk.
0: In the like darkness? A, I sit
1: in the back right corner because it's the easiest path to get to the right exit. And I just kind of like eye ah, everybody. I don't like anybody behind me. And I feel like uh, statistically there's been less shootings at movie theaters than anywhere else Like versus like schools or like hospitals or malls. I think there's only like two ever. And it was like at like prime time 10 p.m. full theater showings. The like fucking- nobody's getting shot up at like a five- – but the security when there's only like fucking four people at a one o'clock movie – there's nobody fucking there, so like if you were gonna go on a spree, you can do that and get away with it. Uh, That's just how paranoid I am.
0: There's always like planning yeah.
1: escape routes and shit. Dude. I always think I always don't think... make
0: eye contact with fucking panhandlers and shit, <laughs> dude. <laughs> All my, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: will follow I, you like a stray. One time a woman sat nec- Okay, one time a woman sat next to me in an empty theater. There's only four people in there, and I'm in the back right corner, and she sits in the seat next to me, which was the scariest thing ever. She puts her purse, like a huge purse, on her lap. And that was a huge red flag to me, um, but I—that's weird. The whole movie, I couldn't even enjoy it. I was just sitting there. I was like, "What's going to happen?" Right next to somebody. And then somebody happened. told me maybe she put her purse uh, on her on her lap because she didn't want to put it on the sticky movie theater floor, which is a fair point, right? But still, like if you're sitting mm-hmm. there like this, holding your purse. That is creepy. So, like, the whole time I was just, like, looking like this. And then um, I got up to, like, the end of the movie. Then I kind of got up and watched the final ten minutes from, like, the side. It was the – I didn't even enjoy the movie. It was a fun movie. I was like, ah.
0: Because she was just fucking Well, because,
1: like, when somebody sits next to you in an empty theater, like, how fucking sketch is that? That's – it's pretty sketch. Extremely
0: sketch, dude. Like,
1: I'm surprised I lasted so long. I was more nervous about leaving and her noticing and thinking that because I also had a backpack because I think I was going to a show or something after. So like, it's easier to slip out when you don't have a backpack than you're going to like, the bathroom. But if you have your own backpack, the fucking backpack kept me there for like an hour or 20 of the movie. And I left at the end and I pretended to, like, to get a call and I took it out there and then I watched the last 10 minutes just in, in that sideways area where you get to- What, what The
0: walkway area? Yeah, just
1: so I could sprint out <laughs> if something
0: happened. And
1: everything was okay. But that, that is was...
0: fucking weird though. <laughs> That is so weird to just, like, sit down next to somebody in an empty theater. Yeah. My thing, dude, when I go to the fucking gym, I try to get the locker that's, like, away from everybody, right? And then I always come back to my locker, and somebody put their shit, like, right next... I'm like, dude, all these empty fucking spaces, and you have to put your shit right next to mine.
1: I also don't like fucking, like... I feel like so much shit gets stolen at the gym. Have you ever had anything stolen at the gym? No. I'm fucking paranoid. I'm not, I, I see those people that put all their
0: stuff in the lockers with no lock. I'm like, dude, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'll like literally. And I've heard people, like, I've been at the gym and heard people that are like, yeah, dude, all my shit's gone.
1: I've had, I've had friends with locks get their shit stolen. So, like, clearly. like people are trying really hard in the gym so like i have like my phone my keys and my wallet like in the shower with me but i'm trying not to get them wet so they're in like a plastic bag just sitting next to there like that way like they're they're not the the, they're not in the shower they're like right outside of it i don't know i once again i'm just paranoid (laughs) i don't like to leave (laughs) so like when you
0: smoke weed you're like extra paranoid no 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 no, i'm not paranoid at all
1: i think i think i'm the opposite most people get really paranoid i get paranoid if i have too much edibles
0: Oh, dude, I don't like, but, like if, I, if, I, if
1: I'm smoking, I'll get less pertinent. I'll get more relaxed.
0: I don't like edibles at all. They but, drain my energy, dude. I, yeah. And then...
1: Well, I mean, I think it's very hard to gauge the right amount because every edible is made differently for homemade versus the store brand. You can get the store brand with the exact measurements on it. You'll still, it'll still be different every time. I totally fucking agree with that. Um, my, my one time I ate, like, I forget what it was. It was like huge ass brownie from a random guy in the San Francisco park with a bag that had weed on it. And I ate the whole thing. Cause I, you know, when it doesn't kick in, you just keep going. And I was high for 48 hours and I made the mistake of going to the haha mic right when it kicked in. And I was sitting there watching it and it was the weirdest feeling cause I couldn't move. It was terrifying. And every set felt like 45 minutes, even though they were five and I had seen some of these comics because they were friends, so I knew their sets. But in my head, I was like, how do I know what they're going to say? <laughs> I could see the future. Then I ran to Quiznos. There used to be a Quiznos next to the old ha-ha. I think it's like uh, Arby's now or something. It became like a f- health food store. And I ate 36 inches of sandwich, hoping that I would fix it. And that just made me more high. And I went to bed at like 6 p.m. And this is back when I had like an office job for a little bit. I, went, I woke up for work, and I was higher than when I went to bed. So, the whole oh, day at the office, yeah. I'm just like sitting there. That's like, the thing
0: I don't like about those edibles, too. It's like if you smoke, dude, you can fucking throw water in your face and like fucking snap back into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Edibles, you just have to wait it you out. You have to ride it out. Or they'll fucking make you pass out, dude. I'm like, mm, Sucks my energy out, dude. Maybe if I'm like, maybe if I'm like tired and I'm just gonna fucking call it a night, I'll eat maybe like a little fucking candy thing and drink some oh, tea yeah. and pass the fuck that out. That is
1: the best. Like when you're going to bed and you take like a couple of gummy worms or something, mm-hmm. fucking knock you out good. While you're watching TV. I'm Uh, always apprehensive about doing something important. Like if it's the middle of the day and like we're going to like a festival or we're going to an amusement park, I'm like, all right, I don't know about this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I bought a bag of fucking like uh, the cookies, like the little chocolate chip Ah, cookies. And uh, I I didn't like eat any breakfast or anything. So I was just like, oh, I'm going to fucking just eat this. This is food. And then I like ate three of them. I'm like, this is not fucking food, dude. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> the problem is when they taste good. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like some, some the, most edibles are delicious. It's all junk food though, too. Isn't that yeah. funny? It's all like food you would eat as munchies. Yeah.
1: If you said no, weed, like, there's <laughs> no fucking. I saw a weed salad once. Uh, somebody made a weed salad. I could take the fuck out of that. I almost like tried it out of curiosity. It was, but it was getting sold for like it was in, like one of those packages, like a Trader Joe's salad. But I assume it was in the dressing. The dressing is probably what made it. I didn't get it because it was like 30 bucks for the salad. Yeah, I was no. like, I'm kind of curious. No, 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 no. no. <laughs>
0: like those fucking like moon rocks and shit, dude. I'm not paying $30 for a joint, dude.
1: I mean, I'm just too, I'm just not good at rolling joints. I'll buy a box of pre rolled joints just because like I don't want to have to spend hours. That's
0: the fun, dude.
1: I, yeah, if you're good at it. Everybody's like, oh, I can roll the best joint. <laughs> Every, I'm like, oh, I can. Everybody can't. says that. Like, I can I mean, roll one that's smokable. That's it. <laughs> me, you know? me, me, me and my friend got paid well we got a lot of money from a show but we also got like a handful of weed and, and we didn't have uh, a piece on us or anything so we both were bad the people who never rolled the blunts because growing up there's always somebody who volunt- who's eager like I got this I roll the best blunts and I'm like okay <laughs> so I never really like learned like tying like Tying your shoes, like, everybody knows that. It's like, I hey, feel like awesome. I'm too old. i
0: probably smoked a gallon yeah. of your spit, I'm t- I'm too, I'm too old to, to, yeah,
1: to, to, to do it right. So we were just on somebody else's car next to the hotel we were staying. I don't know why the fuck we didn't do this in the room. We're on a car just trying to roll it up. And it was like fucking watching two complete idiots. It was like the three stooges, or the two stooges just trying to get it. And eventually we were like, we gave up. And we just didn't smoke.
0: <laughs> You're like, hey, fuck it. Let's just eat the weed, bro. I've done that before.
1: Sometimes that doesn't fucking work. You got to heat it up. Before you eat it, I mean, yeah, usually.
0: Mm, I just, I don't know. I've just had like an ounce of weed, and I'm like, that looks like a pretty scrumptious nug, and just fucking, yeah. mm, mm, no? I
1: wish it was that easy. It can't I, I mean, did it, did it do anything for you?
0: Uh, no.
1: Yeah, I mean, not really. maybe you were already, <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe it made my shit smell like weed. Oh, I mean, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's better than fucking lighting a candle in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that dude poops. Vape smoke. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> Oh, right.
1: All right. That was, I think I got to move my car soon. That was a yeah. long right time ago. Yeah. Mike,
0: thanks for fucking joining Dude, me. Dude, thank on this. you for
1: having me by. And thank you for sharing this sweet corn soda sponsored by
0: <laughs> Lester's
1: Fixins. <laughs> <laughs>